Buckle your seatbelt and hold on. Where Nashville music scene comes alive. Right where you are. You're listening to Notable Nashville Podcast with your host, Groove Dr. J. Don't miss a beat. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Notable Nashville Podcast. Today's guest is CB30, brothers Christian and Brody. So, guys, thanks for taking the time and chatting with me today. Yes, sir. Thank you. I'm Christian. And I'm Brody. We're CB30. We are a country pop band here in Nashville. Um, excited to chat with Notable Nashville and iHeart. Jordan here. We're pumped. Absolutely. Thanks for the intro. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, so, guys, I wanted to I always try to get people's roots. So where did you guys grow up? Are you one of the few that actually grew up in Nashville or where did you grow up? Yeah, we actually, we are kind of the unicorns for country music. We were born and raised in Nashville. Um, our dad moved here from Colorado and was a music family, his dad. And um, so our grandpa and our dad just grew up playing music and country music. And when he moved here, he had a band that was signed for a while. And then, he uh, just started being strictly a songwriter. So, I mean, we grew up in a songwriting household with writers coming in and out of the house and growing up just kind of around the business and just learning as we grew up being normal kids. Like, we would just do the normal deal. We went to school, played football. But, I mean, our life was, like, super music-related. We just have a bunch of music around us at all times. That's awesome. So did your dad kind of teach you how to play as far as guitar or what kind of instruments do you play? Yeah, he kind of taught us uh, the the basics of the guitar. Uh, so me and Christian both play guitar. That's kind of our main instrument. But we're both trying to learn little little like piano and other things. But yeah, guitar mostly. It was more just like being around it. Like it was never really a sit down like lessons for singing or guitar. It was just us picking it up when we were little, trying to play it, and then maybe him teaching us one chord or the other chord the next week and then we would kind of just pick it up and watch youtube videos and it was more just like our love for music and performing we kind of just grew into it so now i think that you know being able to sing is definitely ability and you don't really you know i i feel like you can train yourself to know how to sing but that kind of pitch and tone and knowing how to perform is kind of a gift so you always kind of grew up like as little you know kids always singing or you know making up songs and stuff was that was that the case yeah i mean we'd mess around in the house and um our dad and i i wrote my first song and i was probably in seventh grade and i remember Brody came down the stairs one day and i mean he was like eight years old and started singing harmony to the song we wrote because he was just like upstairs playing like xbox or something and heard us singing the song and he didn't even know like what harmony was at that age and then my dad was just freaking out he was like oh my god how do you how do you know how to sing harmony and he was like what is that and so <laughs> at that point he that's was awesome like, like this brotherly harmony thing is like a gift which it is and we're blessed to be like brothers and be doing it together but um yeah i mean i think it was just like kind of just us having fun with it we'd go play our songs we'd write when we were in eighth grade for like our girlfriend's birthday parties. And we would like be like, Oh, this is cool. So like girls like singers. Absolutely. So you guys like kind of organically started the band. It wasn't kind of, Oh, we're actually going to, you know, start playing as a group. It, it was kind of like you as childhood would always do it. So it organically formed into this kind of group CB 30. Yeah, definitely. It was super organic and it was like, 
um, I think it definitely got more serious when we started getting in the studio and recording. And obviously when we signed with Buena Vista Records and that was when we were like, okay, well, this is like our, our job now. This is what we really want to do. And we're positive that we want to do it. Um, but yeah, like other than that, I mean, it was just supernatural, just us having fun and just us doing what we love. Yeah, that's so cool that you guys are, you know, with a label. I wanted to ask you, do you still kind of have the freedom to release what you want um, as far as you write a song and then you have to kind of pass by some people to kind of say, oh, is this okay for us to release or what is that process like? Yeah, definitely there's people to go through. um, But honestly, I like that process a lot better. I think the more opinions, the better. Um, Buena Vista, everyone at Universal and over at Hollywood has been super awesome to us. And um, Mike Daly and Stephanie Wright, our A&R, they, I love their opinions on the songs and stuff. So um, I think just the bigger the team, the better, honestly, at this point. And yeah, it's been really good. That's awesome. So you guys being in Nashville for so long, do you you know, support the local music scene. Obviously, uh, there are so many venues here and, you know, through COVID probably a lot has changed, but do you still kind of try to go out and see local shows around? Yeah, we go out, uh, we try, we try to, but, um, we used to play, we used to love playing like the basement and like the wild horse. Uh, but yeah, we played like live Oak, uh, not too long ago. So yeah, we try to get out and play some shows, but, Riders rounds here and there. Yeah, it's been kind of like a little a lull for us for shows just since COVID. But I think next year we'll get back out there. We're really excited too. And then other That's than cool. that, like we're lucky enough to be like buddies with Luke Bryan growing up through our dad. Um, they met through music and fishing and stuff. And Luke was a huge part of our um, just kind of meeting people and introducing us to the label and our management. Um, and this has been like a great mentor to us, but like we got to grow up seeing his shows and go watch him like at Bridgestone and go get on the bus with them and watch him play like Wisconsin, like just everywhere. So like growing up in that and just seeing like the, how the fans react to his songs and how he like treats being on tour and like takes care of his voice. And like, we just get like such good inside info from our dad and from Luke. I feel like wow. our side of it is like really strong. Yeah, that's a that's a good mentor to have in the industry. I mean, he's huge. And actually, my first arena show back from, you know, the whole shutdown was I got a free ticket to go see him at Bridgestone, who I can't remember who else was playing, but obviously he was the headliner and he was really good. He, that was actually the first time that I ever saw him play. So it was cool to see his energy and he probably had been drinking because he was acting goofy, but he's probably always goofy, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's all <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that, that was really cool. So, um, you know, as, as has social media been a big part of your growth also, because I always see you guys on like, you know, TikTok and reels and stuff, you know, promoting your songs and how has that played a part in your, in your music? Yeah. So we posted, uh, we love like posting like our demos and stuff on, uh, TikTok and we posted our recent single on there and, our fans like really reacted to it. They really loved it. So that's kind of what pushed us to uh, release it. So it's cool to see people like from there. And we started TikTok like, I guess right during COVID or right before it. But I mean, that app like has changed our lives in many ways. Like our social media following just went up like crazy since we started TikTok. And um, like our songs, like getting to post 
our songs like on TikTok and seeing how fans react is just such a cool outlet to have just an opinion of that many people. And um, I mean, yeah, it's definitely been a big part of our growth. And I think just all music is changing right now. And TikTok and social media obviously is huge for music at this point. So um, it feels awesome to know that we have a good fan base on social media. Oh, yeah. So is that what you do sometimes kind of to try out a song? You maybe post a little snippet and see how it how it reacts to see, oh, maybe this is the next single or, you know, maybe not. Maybe a different song. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that's an awesome way to do it. So I do want to talk about some of the singles that you came out with in this past year, you know, healthy learning curves and then just this latest release, Old Phone. Um maybe talk a little bit about kind of the writing process and, and why you chose the, these songs to release this year. Yeah. Um, so healthy was a song we wrote like early last year. Um, I wrote it with, um, Dean Fields and Brandon Ratcliffe, who's an artist here in town and a guy named Pete Good who produced the song. And, uh, it was like my second write with those guys. And I knew that we had a cool connection and they kind of, they had started that song and they had started the chorus and, uh, Brandon's an awesome singer and so he was just playing it on the acoustic guitar and when he played that chorus I was like oh my gosh like I would love to do something with that song he wasn't even like he was just like check out this song like we did like we started and it wasn't even for us I was just like dude what if Birdie and I cut that and we finished that song and so we ended up doing it and uh loved how it turned out filmed an awesome music video for it um my buddy Tristan shot a sick video so that's out on YouTube but yeah that's oh, very cool that's the healthy story. And then learning curves was, um, an outside song that got pitched to us that we heard and just felt like it was, it would be an awesome time to put it out. It's, it was right before summer and it's just a song about, um, kind of like learning the curves of a back road, just a hometown song. And then also brings in this girl too. So got to have the girl side of it, but, um, our fans really were digging that one. So did that one learning curves. And then all it, Brady was telling you a little bit about the old phone song. That was the one that we, uh, yeah, so was this actually based on a, re- a real story? Like you, you broke up with somebody and you're like, oh, let me, let me look through my old phone and, you know, try to text them or whatever, or you see their pictures or their, their old texts. Yeah. It, it's funny. That one was an outside song too. My, like one of our best friends wrote that song and they said that it really was from like a real thing. He had picked up his phone and he hadn't seen it since like sophomore year of high school and he's married now and he was like oh my ex-girlfriend's on there and he was literally just like going through it to see what was on it and he's like I better change that screensaver but uh we're writing a lot of songs but Nashville has so many good songs we're like oh my god what, what if we put that out that's so cool well obviously you got a pretty good um praise on that one through social and you know streams and stuff like that so um you know, who are your who are your biggest influences when you're actually making music? You talked a little bit about your mentors and and stuff like that, but you have favorite like writers or producers that you work with a lot or anybody in your in your crew that kind of help you? Yeah, I feel like we have we've kind of been uh messing around with like a couple different producers just kind of jumping around um our dad was producing us in the beginning, which was super cool. Cause it was like a, a big family thing. Like just our whole family basically getting to be in the studio and all working together. Um, and then we branched out a little bit, Paul D Giovanni, who's done a lot of stuff here in town. He's amazing. He produced, uh, our latest couple tracks and then Pete good has produced a few. Um, but yeah, we definitely got our group of writers that were kind of, um, 
writing with right now and still figuring out like we write with new people all the time but um musical influences yeah we we really like vary with influences because we have like a bunch uh we really look up to like Dan and Shay and like uh Bozzy. like we really have a bunch of inspirations but they're all over the place like yeah. Justin Bieber Ed Sheeran and then obviously Luke I haven't seen Bozzy release anything lately. Has he come out with anything new? I haven't really seen much from him. I know. He hasn't really came out with much recently, but... I was actually just listening to the new uh, Shawn Mendes single that just came out. You guys hear it yet? I don't know. But, um, it'll that? Be Okay, his kind of breakup song. Oh, he, he dropped that? He just dropped it, yeah, tonight. So this this will come out later, but it go listen to it after this uh, after this interview. Yeah, it's yeah. A, I I think it's pretty good. It's slower, but it really shows his range and stuff. I I, I like Sean Mendes a lot. Yeah, he's definitely an influence too. He's awesome. So you know we're in December. Christmas is coming up. You obviously have a Christmas song that you guys released a few years ago. What are your favorite? holiday tunes that you jam with your family and friends and stuff like that um we really love the classics our family like always puts on the classics like when we're all just gathering around but recently honestly like uh me and christian have been listening to that new bryson tiller christmas album we, we've been digging that it's so. so good yeah i haven't heard of that i gotta check it out yeah you put out like an r&b christmas album that's awesome but yeah we've been listening to that a lot um the like new like justin not new i guess it's old now but justin bieber's mistletoe that's always a staple for us um we may or may not have a cover coming out um just a holiday cover so it should come here soon might be out by the time this interview's out but yeah cover of mistletoe coming out and then we put out a our version of the christmas song um which was amazing i guess that was like four years ago now but we got to uh do our television debut for that song. We played CMA country Christmas back in 2017, I guess. Um, but that was amazing. Um, Reba introduced us going on stage. Um, just like a surreal moment. It was at the Opry. So that was that's iconic, unforgettable moment. That's awesome. Well guys, uh, I want to know kind of what the future is as far as, you know, are you continued, continuing to release singles or are you going to put out an album soon or what's kind of the future of of cb30 definitely not a lot more singles um going into this next year i think we're gonna um just be doing a bunch of stuff around old phones some holiday covers um and then yeah i think some singles next year um hopefully get back on the road i know we want to get out and see the fans and um meet the new fans but yeah i think an album is definitely in the works not sure when but will happen will happen one day but very yeah cool, very cool i'm oh, sorry did i cut you off what were you saying oh, i was just saying a lot of new music for sure can't wait we're all looking forward to it um i kind of want to play old phone if that's okay with like the label and stuff i kind of want to put it in this podcast for people to listen to um Maybe I'll ask the management if that's okay. But if it is, I'll play it at the end. But thanks so much, guys, for uh, for talking with me today and uh, looking forward to the future. Thank you, Jordan. It was nice to meet you. We had a blast. Um, y'all check us out at CB30 Music on social media. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got to plug um, all of your socials. So is it just CB30 Music for every, like, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff? Yep, CB30 Music for everything. And then TikTok, it's the CB30 Music. Okay, awesome. All right, thanks, Christian Brody. Appreciate it.
Hey, awesome. thank you, man. Thank you. I broke my phone, so I'm using an old one. Surprised me to see your face on my screen, your voice on my voicemail. I couldn't help myself, no. Went straight to the pictures. There's 2,000 squares and you and me there. Didn't think it would derail my night. Throw me off track, send me into a tailspin. To right back when. When you hung up the phone, you were crying to your mama's house. You said you didn't want to be done, but we just weren't right. We're working out right now. Ever since that conversation, we went our separate ways. And I don't know where you are, we're worlds apart, but I'm holding you close, using an old phone. There's a heart by your name Getting lost in our language Playing our playlist, baby But it ain't the same Yeah, that's the past Now you're gone, gone, gone And not coming back When you hung up the phone You were crying in mama's house You said you didn't want to be done But we just weren't right We're working out right now Ever since that conversation I don't know where you are, we're worlds apart But I'm holding you close Using an old phone Using an old phone Using an old phone No, From a distance Things look different I know we ended But I wish you did When you hung up the phone You were crying in your mama's Surprised me to see your face on my screen, your voice on my voicemail.